Um, okay, uh, listen. No, 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 no. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. Come on in. Are you sure? Of course, it's Christmas. It's going to be so good. <laughs> to the Every Movie Ever podcast. I'm enjoying our time together. What's your name? The Every Movie Ever podcast. Reviewing. The Christmas tapes. Available everywhere on December the 16th. It's a good song. Well, I love caroling. You know, there's not enough caroling anymore. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Robert McFarlane. And as regular listeners will know, we are two broken-brained individuals. Broken brain! <laughs> understanding each other, ourselves, and the world through the medium of films. Speak for yourself. I just like watching Tremors 6 on repeat. <laughs> but Rob, guess what, buddy? It's Christmas it's time. It's fucking Christmas! You know what this means? It's nearly Christmas. It's nearly Christmas. Starting Christmas. Start. It's starting Christmas. <laughs> starting Christmas. Hey. We're all playing Whamageddon. Yeah, buddy. And in the spirit of Christmas, we're feeling festive as fuck. We've got a ton of content to keep you warm and fuzzy over the festive period. Starting right now with the review of the Christmas tapes. Yeah, we get uh, we get approached to cover a lot of films. We do. And um, let's put it this way. Let's put it nicely. Yes. Our mothers always said, "Yeah, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything." And also, we're, we're busy boys. Yeah, I've got a nice yeah. way to put it. We don't really have the time. <laughs> <laughs> that might be nicer. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. We, we will cover it at some point, sure. these films that we get covered. Because we're the Just Every we've Movie got... Ever podcast, so we have to. Exactly. Because we fucked ourselves over. <laughs> yeah. We've got some others we need to get to first. Yeah. However, this one uh, was special. It had some of Ben's all-time... No, I'm not going to say heroes, icons. I would say heroes. Cinematic gods. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, build them up. Higher pedestals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you say pedal? Pedalstools. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, pedalstools. Good, 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 you got it right. It's how you keep healthy at the bar. Fantastic, yeah. Um, it's an anthological horror. It's. Uh, I fucking love that. I am not a fan of B-movies. I'm, I, to be honest, not a fan of a lot of the actors in this. I know. But I also kind of... It's, it's our podcast. It's not my podcast. It's our podcast. Exactly. And this means a lot to you. So consider this your only Christmas present. I appreciate it, man. But hear me <laughs> out. This is also my Christmas present to you because... Because it turned out pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I know that you're not... <laughs> It's turned out great. Yeah. In fact, like Rob and Randy have just bought us our Christmas presents to each other to save us money, which is great. Yeah, it's nice. So thanks, Rob. Thanks, Randy. Who are the directors of the Christmas tapes. The film they are that we are covering, not only in this episode, but we've got some interviews coming up as well. We do. We've got a bunch of interviews coming up. We've got Greg Sestero. We've got oh, hi, Dave Mark. Sheridan. Oh, hi, Mark. We've got Dave Sheridan, we've got Vernon Wells, and then next week we have an interview with the men themselves, the mans, the mans of the hours. The mans themselves, the mans of the, the mans of the minute. The mans themselves. Rob and Randy, the writers and directors of uh, The Christmas Tapes and Infrared and The Other Girl. But we're talking about Christmas Tapes, so let's get into it. Rob. Yeah. What? Did you feel about this film? I know you're not into B movies, so hear me I'm out. I'm not into B movies, <laughs> and I know you're not into indie. You're not so much into indie films, right? Into sort of like self-starter projects. I, uh, if I'm honest, let me put it concisely. Okay, I am suspicious of any movie mm-hmm. 
that somebody wasn't willing to invest in. I'm like, okay, so this wasn't going to be a money maker for anybody. Mm-hmm. Why would right. it? Why, if this film is worth my time, was yeah. no one willing to put money into it? Because if surely if the film was sure. worth my time, it'd be worth yeah. investing. I, it's a bit of a red flag, and I've avoided B movie up to this so point. What, so what you're saying is it's a red flag if there's not a Weinstein type fella just throwing cash at it trying to touch hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you loud and clear, man. If someone as vile as Weinstein right, <laughs> can use a, a bit of art, sure, as a means of 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 sort of leveraging their way through the world. Yeah, yeah. Surely that art has got some demand for it. You know, surely that's going to be popular. I don't think he really cared about the art. If I'm honest with you, I think he more cared about the you know, yeah, the money and the access. assault. <laughs> sure, why not yeah. the access? Fuck me, that's a rough way of putting it. <laughs> but yeah, so with this though, I wanted to I wanted to to do this one mm. a lot. A because the cast is fantastic, uh, but mainly because I know that you're not a huge fan of of indie movies, you're not a huge fan of B-movies, you're not a huge fan of anthological horrors. And I wanted to sort of... Try and open try my and, eyes. Try and guide you through the yeah. way of how I would see these movies, or yeah. how I see these movies. Wave some Haribo from the back of the van and just, you know... Carrot and the stick, man. Just get in the fucking van, the sweets back there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what have you got, the carrot or the stick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just get in the van you're going to think the sweets in there boom mm-hmm. it's just full of VHS cassettes <laughs> and obscure toys that you won't understand until you watch them alright welcome well, I think VHS to cassette- my brain <laughs> VHS cassettes is on point because this film starts with Greg Sestero previously of The Room yes uh, essentially invading a lovely family's Christmas holiday home. Invading's a strong word. Invited His car in. breaks down. Yeah. His phone's dead. He needs a hand. He meets a lovely family celebrating their Christmas. They're kind enough to let him in. Yeah. I mean, mental enough to let somebody in. It's Christmas. Mental enough. Yeah. yeah. It is literally Christmas Eve. The kids are opening gifts and they're like, stranger <laughs> in this era with a dead phone? Come right in, sir. What's that ominous box you have there? Yeah. No, okay, that's mistake number one. But also, I love that there's people out there that would do that. That's a very sweet thing. It's a very nice thing. I don't think there is. There's not here. No. <laughs> no. Like, it, it, like in Telford, <laughs> if I walk too close to someone's gate, they yeah. yell slurs at me from a window. Right? They're like, get the fuck away from my property. Yeah. If I'm I, at a bus stop, so <laughs> Yeah, when I lived in when I lived in when I lived in London, if it got too late and I needed milk, I'd have to sprint. I'm like yeah, okay, I've run out of milk for my coffee. What time <laughs> yeah. is it? It's half ten. Mm. Who's drinking coffee at half ten? I mean, sound engineers, music producers, and addicts, mate. That's yeah, I was going to say you've just ticked all three boxes because all that screamed to me was someone's had a bit of cocaine and needs a, a legitimate excuse to try and cover the fact. <laughs> I have just had too much coffee. That's why I can't sleep for three days. Sure, sure. So Greg Sestero shows up. Jeff, the Christmas manual, shows up. He <laughs> takes this family hostage <laughs> yep. and proceeds to force feed them VHS Christmas copies movies. On VHS. <laughs> VHS copies <laughs> of his homemade Christmas films. I don't know whether he made them, but they're in his collection. I feel like this yeah. film would have been, it, it had this film not been a horror comedy, it would have ended very quickly when somebody went, We have Netflix. <laughs> Imagine. Can you just imagine, imagine though? He's just yeah, got, he's that got, would have been great. He's got his VHS box and he's like, where can I play this? They're like, that is a VHS. Nah. The Christmas manual man, he's he's too prepped for the shit. He's too prepped. He would have had DVD backups. Right. Or like a, yeah, a, yeah. a, I, 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 pen drive. I'd put money on a pen drive in his pocket, yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Is that a pen drive in your pocket? or? Uh... 
No, that's my kickboxing career. Don't make me use it. <laughs> Genuinely what he says at one point. It's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. So he invades his home and he starts uh, He starts trying to make his movie via the daughter, Rachel, who has just been gifted a video camera. A very good video camera. Like, it's crisp. It's like a red or something. Yeah, it's, it's 4K Christmas, man. It's, she's, it's a red camera. Her brother gets a fucking red scarf. Red scarf. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to community college, man. You know what I mean? Oh, community college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. When you get to Rachel's level, then you get the cameras. All right. So we quickly fast forward through Jeff tying the family up. <laughs> he very quickly goes from sweet, lovable, kind of goofy, mm-hmm. a little bit weird, but mm-hmm. you know, in like an innocent kind of way, to just fucking mental. Yeah. 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 In yeah. the space of like five minutes, which I love. Um, because if there's one person that can pull off kind of goofy, kind of scary, kind of creepy, mm-hmm. kind of just fucking oddball, <laughs> Greg Sestero nails it in this role. But do you know what? He's different in this film. I'd only seen him in the room, as I'm sure many listeners have. Yeah. And you'd be forgiven for not seeing Miracle Valley, but you should watch it because it's fucking great. You should. Fun film. But uh, I saw him in the room, and mm-hmm. I kind of forget that A, he was very young, and B, that film was made by Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> And Mm -hmm. so if you've seen him in the room, don't necessarily assume that you've seen him. Like he's a different actor now. No, 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 no. (laughs) Like, (laughs) can you imagine if if Mark, if it was just Mark, like forever? (laughs) I'd love that. I'd love that. It'd be like some sort of Joaquin Phoenix, I'm still here type thing where he just plays Mark for like 39 years. And at the end of it, it was like, no, I'm just joking. Here's my new film. <laughs> it's a year and a half long. It's called Oh Hi Mark. Best performance ever. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like um is it the prestige where he talks about the magician? Christopher Nolan film, The Prestige, where he talks about the magician who's I've not seen that. Come on. Why the fuck A why would I have seen a Christopher Nolan movie about a magician? <laughs> oh, you're such a prick. It's Come on. such a good film. I'm sure it's great. Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman and David Bowie. Yeah. My magician movie knowledge is very thin. I'm just going to put that I, one out there. I've got, okay, that might be a new series, Magician Movies. Oh, my God. There's a couple of actors in this film that I think could qualify for Magician Movies. If you ever suggest Now You See Me, Now You Don't, I'm going to... I'm fucking quitting. They're not Magician <laughs> Movies. Those are Wizard Movies. Very different. <laughs> I, so I'm kind of down for it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Bring the magicians in, man. Why not? Who cares? We... We have Jeff, who is now trying to make his own movie. He's trying mm-hmm. to teach Rachel how to be a movie maker. You have to be original, because the dad isn't original. He's trying to show you Home Alone. That's not original. It's the <laughs> classics. So you have to be original. And here are some original movies from his personal Christmas box collection. Mm. First one being Travel Buggies. A couple of YouTubers yep. who were supposed to go to Germany. They did not. <laughs> Instead, they ended up in the mountains. I mean, you say YouTubers, uh, where... they've got like 200 subscribers. They do YouTube. They do YouTube. They, <laughs> they do a YouTube. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, like we do a podcast. We do We do a podcast, but they do a YouTube. Well, to be fair, we do a fair bit more than that. Fuck it. They're trying, man. Fuck it. Yeah. You, guys, you know what I mean? They're doing what they love. Just let them be. <laughs> They're be YouTubers. They end up going camping in the snowy woods. There's some great tension, some great build-up, some great fucking like improv mm-hmm. acting from these guys. They accidentally Christmas scarecrow and all fucking breaks. Super fun, super creepy, kind of, but kind of funny. Wait, are we doing spoil? We're not doing spoilers. Is that a spoiler? A, I mean, where does come on? 
Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all gonna... I was going to say about it. There's nothing else that comes from that. It's just that. Fine. Let me do this bit again. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> so, Jeff... Ben then proceeded to give a fully detailed plot breakdown of this first segment, so enjoy this brief intermission. Alright, that sounds good. Um, We now move on to the second story in the movie, which is The Christmas Gift. It's a father who is mailing himself to his children Mm -hmm. whilst filming it because his kids always watch unboxing youtube unboxing videos then the third one is i mean it's un- it doesn't have a title does it? it's just untitled untitled and it's kind of like if a black mirror episode fucked a vr headset yeah and then the fourth and final uh is the christmas gift um, the christmas spirit oh we've no sorry we've done the christmas gift christmas spirit yeah, christmas spirit with paranormal is- perry Paranormal Perry, played by Dave Sheridan, who might be Ben's new favourite character in horror comedy fiction. Um, he's up there. 100% he's up there. I tell you what, sort of going through them um, mm-hmm. just then reminded me that when I was watching this film, there's a yes. there's a unifying theory. Oh, no, it's not mm-hmm. a theory. But there's a, there's a kind of common thread between all of them. All found footage movies ever are exactly mm-hmm. the same. Incorrect, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that is... That made me unnecessarily angry. <laughs> like, sorry, that caught me off guard in that, in that, they need to find uh, a reason to for the camera to be on, right? Right, okay. Right, so every fan okay. footage movie needs to justify why these characters are filming. So Paranormal Activity 1, okay. they think... Terrible a, movie. Oh, fuck you, I love that film. Terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good film. Anyway, okay, uh, they justify that because the boyfriend in that wants to prove that there's not a ghost, and then when it turns out there is a ghost, sure. he wants to prove that there is. So he's sort of just within the mm-hmm. within the world. It's justified as to why these cameras are on, and a bad found footage horror movie, or like Cloverfield, for instance. At a certain point, you turn the camera off because you're running for your Cloverfield's life. Cloverfield's a great movie. Absolutely, absolutely not. I wholeheartedly disagree. It's not a camera phone. They're lugging a full fucking news yeah. camera. T- like, mate, if I had a fucking film, if I had a big fuck off news mm-hmm. TV camera, right, yeah. and a monster starts stomping around Telford, yeah. I'm not going to run away from it with my camera and then. Well, yeah, I, okay, I agree with you, right? If I'm yeah. running away from the monster, yeah. I would turn my camera off or maybe put it down, right? Because exactly. it's fucking mental to keep that on, right? But if you want to try and catch a glimpse of that monster, yes. You would keep the camera rolling, but you yes. wouldn't be running away. You wouldn't, yeah, exactly. All right, I yeah, see yeah. where you're coming and from. And so, yeah, so yeah, okay. with Cloverfield, for me, it's a great film and I love it. And I think it's it's a yeah. really fresh spin. Well, fresh when it came out. Yeah, yeah. Take on a kaiju movie. That sort of that sort of ant's eye view on the on the big uh-huh. fucking magnifying glass that's coming to burn it. Yeah, right. But I was sort of there going, why are they filming? Yeah, like, I I know. I this know. film, this film, every segment, travel buggies. You know, mm-hmm. they've got a YouTube. Uh, Christmas yep. gift. He's trying to do a thing for his kids, who he doesn't yep. really see that often. But he know all he really knows about them is that they like unboxing videos and Santa and Santa. Uh, yeah, because like that's the thing that I guess you might find out about your kids from your di- your divorced. I don't know. You know, um, I don't know. Is it busy working, Dad? He has to make some sort of like fucking assumptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you've got the sort of Twitch streamer community thing with the untitled short. Ooh, the whole streamer thing is quite interesting, man. Yeah. Because it is like a real life game thing though, right? Yeah. The whole chips in his... It doesn't matter. Yeah, Can yeah, I yeah. say that? The chips in the brain? 
I mean, with the fish and the mushy peas. So sure, there you go. <laughs> um, Good save. <laughs> every every person in this film wants some form of attention, and it's You've got the Christmas that... spirit. They're filming it for their families. They're like, yeah. look at our brand new house. It's that sort of uh, exhibitionism. I'm with you. Exhibitionism and attention seeking leads mm-hmm. to inevitable downfall because it's a it's a horror. I think that's not a spoiler. Um, yeah, and I, it's an interesting when we did our interview with with Robin Randy. I did kind of point out that by making a film they've sort of doomed themselves according to their own criteria (laughs) (laughs) oh shit (laughs) yeah your theory kind of fucks them in the long run yeah it does all i'm saying is these guys need to be like sleeping lightly (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck man according to their own that's a good theory though man yeah i mean well yeah if you look at it from that very specific point of view yeah So I've got, I've also got a unifying theory. That's a great one, by the way, though, man. That's really fucking good. Oh, I, think I don't really did. see it that way. I don't think they did either. We did ask them about it, and <laughs> you have to listen to our interview <laughs> to find out what their <laughs> take on mine was. <laughs> we can just we can put it in there for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. It's fine. We'll change it after. Art exists between the creator and the audience, man. In the I thought you were going to say between the creases, then, but you were rubbing your fingers at the same time, and it made me really uncomfortable. In the crevice <laughs> in the creases. That's a Lady Gaga album, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Lady Gaga album, Art Crevice, Volume sure. Two. Art Crevice. It might be. It might be an innie. It might be an. There'd Aldi. be a slash in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Slash is in there. <laughs> yeah. Little guitar solo. <laughs> Sweet. So my unifying, <laughs> my unifying theory for this whole thing is each of these little home movies. Yep. They all feature people that have done stuff a million times over. Right. Right. Jeff is very adamant to Rachel that you have to be original. To make your own movie, you have to be original. Travel Buggies, they do the traveling YouTube thing. It's not an original concept. Mm-hmm. The Christmas Gift, oh, it's an unboxing video. It's not an original concept. The Untitled, mm-hmm. where, like you fucking yeah, pointed yeah. out, the streamer gamer thing. It's fucking, there's like 10 to a dozen of them. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's one. I've got a fucking Twitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's that- how bad it's getting, right? <laughs> Is that for your hot feet picks? That's for nothing but the Mayo game. If you know, you know. I don't. And then you got the Christmas spirit, which is like, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Which, <laughs> I'll I'll lose you for a, like a month, man. Um, and then the Christmas spirit, which is you know the whole like, yeah, filming for your friends and families, to be sort of like, look at my new house. Yeah, it's been done a million times before. Whereas Jeff just wants an original movie. He wants to make his original movie. Fair. So according to your unifying theory. Rob and Randy have fucked themselves <laughs> they, because they went out and they made they made a movie that has been done before, but in a slightly different way because mm. they made a movie about making an original movie, which is a comment on the movies inside it being done before. Oh God, you've got into a snake eating its own tail. But hold on, I've broken. Yeah, I've broken yeah. myself. One sec, one sec. Let me come out of this. Shit, I feel like I just peeked inside the Matrix and something. Did you just Google recursion? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. Good sir. All right, I'm back. I'm back. There we go. go. What was your favourite segment out of all four stories? There's five stories, technically, so if you want to put Jeff's couple, story there's a, couple right of, there's a couple of things that I have to point out. Yes. Uh, Greg's fantastic. You loved Greg uh, more than I loved Greg. I thought Greg was effective at what he did, but you yep. just were laughing like a child at, at so much he's, he does. He's... 
to me, right, mm-hmm. and listen to our Greg Sestero interview because it's not true, but to me, <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a turtleneck, mm-hmm. he's driving a VW Bug, and he's charming as fuck just to anyone and everyone. And mm-hmm. it was such intense Bundy vibes, <laughs> like immediately. And I was like, this is sinister yeah. because we all know how Bundy turned out, right? Yeah, he... um. Don't make a joke here, because I can see what's coming. Actually, no, I kind of want to hear it. Go on. I was going to go with Easter Bundy. It was weak. Nice. <laughs> Sunday Bundy Sunday. Yep. No, wait, I fucked it. Solomon Bundy, Bund- born on a Monday. Bundy, Bundy bloody Bundy. Fuck me, is, that's hard. Are you saying Bono from U2 is actually Ted Bundy? I'm saying Bono from U2 is a cunt. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, it's a shame. He was such a fan of the show until you said that. Uh, so, no, Greg, Greg, <laughs> you were a big fan of Greg. Yeah, so Greg, I was a huge fan of him. A, super creepy. B, super funny, because some of the shit that came out of his mouth <laughs> was so unexpected. The making mm. the dad chew a cookie. You have to chew that 26 times. <laughs> what? That's mental. <laughs> but I love it, and I'm here for it. Right. Uh, I, used to do ki- I used to do kickboxing. Don't make me use it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Bear in mind... Improvised. When we spoke to them, they said they gave everyone involved a point by point sort of skeleton and then improved around. Like a map. You know? Here's point A, here's point D. Make your way there. And so a lot of this is is improvised, which is where I think a lot of the madness comes from, especially when you ask who what my favourite segment is. And for me, it's the Christmas spirit with Dave Sheridan. Because the sheer autism on display in Paranormal Perry, (laughs) I've only ever seen displayed by one man, and I'm speaking to him right now. (laughs) I related to Paranormal Perry so fucking much. It's unreal, man. The whole, the front door's locked. I'll just go around the back. Is like, I do it to my sister all the fucking time it's great beg pardon if like my sister lives like eight doors away oh okay and if a door's locked <laughs> i will find a way into the house okay because i'm like said, what are you doing if i can't get in the front i'll just go around the back i do it to my sister all the time and i was like this got very dark very quickly <laughs> sorry it's the telford in me talking um <laughs> <laughs> the webbing between my fingers just showing yeah sorry it was the is the seven finger seventh finger kicked in man the third third thumb you know what i mean so uh, sister fucking joke aside yep paranormal perry is your favorite is your favorite segment yes i think my favorite bit is the one that made me the most uncomfortable which was uh vernon wells as santa claus because mm. we know vernon wells from commando weird we know him science. from weird science we know him from Mad Max 2. Yeah. Admittedly, um, Mad Max is one of those things where I really have to be in a mood to watch it. I'm so tempted to do a Mad Max series soon. We'll see. Because it's uh, only because you've got Beyond Thunderdome, which is fucking mental and awful. Yeah. Uh, but it's the origin of the before times, the long, long ago, which I used mm-hmm. all the time during COVID. Um, okay. And it's got Fury Road, which I think is a perfect action film. The perfect action film. Yeah, I've not seen Fury Road, (gasps) like ever. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we won't. Vernon Wells playing Santa is, Mm -hmm. to start with, incredibly heartwarming, incredibly wholesome. You kind of want to sit on it. Like, if you don't want to sit on his knee and just tell him what you want for Christmas. Oh, knee. Yeah, yeah, fine. Bro, yeah. (laughs) Knee. Come on. (laughs) Sorry, you spun me. With the sister comment, and now I'm on a... I was winking, but obviously this is an audible. Yeah, yeah. Not audible. 
It is on Audible. It is on but Audible. But it's an audio mm. platform, so the winking doesn't really matter. So you want to sit on his knee. I want to tell him what I want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I want my fucking train set. <laughs> and I want Paranormal Perry to have his motorbike. I'm kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I almost to... spoiled the whole movie then. I almost spoiled that whole section right there. <laughs> but I'm not going to. No. Because maybe we find out in the future if he gets his motorbike or not. Maybe. I doubt it. Maybe. I doubt it. I, I doubt it, but maybe. Because at the minute he's walking everywhere. Would you and want, fighting would, cats. Would, <laughs> would you want... Here's the question, though. Would you want more of Vernon Wells? Yes. Oh, no. You see? I do. I want to see it. But I just don't want to experience it because <laughs> it makes me super uncomfortable. Yeah, and I love him for it, but at the same time, mm. it, it, oh, it's like asking the, if you want to see more human centipede. All the time, yes. Yeah, I don't understand how people don't like that movie. Like it's fantastic, but anyway, <laughs> it's not fantastic. It's fucking awful, but it's fun. Yes, it's not fun. No, it's kind of fun. You see what I mean? It exists in Vernon Wells space. Yeah, it's that. That's where <laughs> yeah. Vernon Wells Santa lives. It's yeah, the. Yeah. It's the. It is fun, mm-hmm. but is it though? The human wells appeared. <laughs> <laughs> that is a film that I would one hundred percent watch. Just Vernon Wells and six of his clones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> strung together with Santa hats. Just one yeah. enormously long Santa hat. <laughs> I feel like if Udo Kier couldn't have done. Um, human centipede <laughs> Vernon Wells would have been a perfectly good actor <laughs> to replace him <laughs> when we speak to Vernon oh. we're going to have to we're going to ask if there's any plans to do the human are we going to pitch <laughs> the Vernon Wells we yeah. can't pitch that to Vernon Wells tune in to the Vernon Wells <laughs> interview where we pitch him the Vernon Wells that's not happening okay. but it might do and you see now we're in the, the now we're in the space mm. where Vernon Wells' Santa lives Right, and it's unsettling, but it's yeah. fun as fuck. The edge of the and you coin. should definitely watch it. But yeah, I know, right? <laughs> because it's making my arms T Rex now, yeah. just thinking about the Christmas gift, and I can't talk about it right now because no one's seen it because yep. it's not out yet. But it is out on December the sixteenth. It is it's available on Amazon Prime. You should watch it. Mm-hmm. It is one hundred percent worth it. Yep. Get in our Discord and tell us exactly what you fucking think about it because I can sit here and you're talk about so it desperate for to talk, days. You're so desperate to talk to anyone but me about this film. No, I, I, want, I want to talk to you about We've it. We've spoken about it for like eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. You just want other great. people to see it now and to go, told you, told you. I, that's kind of what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want more people in my camp. So that <laughs> yeah. my, not, I'm not <laughs> fucking Kanye West right, it, man. Yeah. I'm not, there was no N at the end of that, all right? It was my camp. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been in the position of having to censor one letter. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) That that might have been the funniest syllable that I've done in a long time. You, uh, little mini Kanye there, what are you going to rate the movie? I'm going to rate this a 7.5. I'm going to rate it an 8. I'm going to rate it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Do you want to know why? Why? Super fun Mm -hmm. deaths. Yep. Super fun characters. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking like the big names either. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. some great acting from people I have never seen in mm-hmm. any movie before. Yeah, and they were super fun. They acted exactly like real people would. Yep, which is why I thought you might enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To their credit, to an extent, to their credit. Do you know what it is? <sighs> Rating this one's difficult for me because I don't know. <sighs> when I watch a film, I want to suspend mm-hmm. my disbelief. I don't want to. 
be so aware of all the people behind the camera, right? I know they're there. Okay. I'm an, I'm not an idiot, you know. I know it's not real. It's an escapism. It's escapism. And yeah, I, yeah. even though I like what's funny is I like my escapism to feel like realism. I don't want, you know, I don't enjoy characters not behaving like real people. God, that's such a that's such a niche point to yeah, hear. Yeah. I want my escapism to be realism. That's infuriating. Uh, and also to 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 not recognize the people behind the camera, right? I want to be able to lose myself mm-hmm. in this sure. different reality, these believable re- different reality, right? Don't you like Christopher Nolan and like Inception and all of this bullshit? Yeah, because all of his characters behave like real people. The circumstances are extraordinary, but the reactions to those circumstances are very ordinary. Something will happen and someone will have a very realistic reaction to that thing happening. What I don't like is when my escapism has people not behave like people because now I can't relate to it. And it has, oh, I get what uh, you're saying. And, okay, okay, and okay. people in this do behave like real people. Mm-hmm. But I am aware with this, because the budget being what it is, it's not a major studio. Yeah, of course. I am aware that this is a kind of homespun thing. And so B-Movie for me has always had that homespun vibe about it. That It's guerrilla cinema, man. It's and, it's wanting to yeah. it's wanting to fucking make a movie and rather than sitting around and sort of waiting for the money to come in and then you make some bullshit where there's fucking, you know, thirty people above you going, mm. It needs to be this, it needs to be this, we need to make this much, we need to do this, we need to do this. It's just you yeah. making your movie with the people that you want to work with. And if you can raise the amount of money to get those people on your film, fucking fair play to you. I'm here for it. And so that's where I where it gets difficult for me to rate it because at no point did I escape into the world enough to not know that it was guerrilla cinema. Okay. Right? It's kind of difficult with anthological movies as well. Yeah, exactly. Because the stories are relatively short. Yeah. So there were segments in this I really liked. There are segments mm-hmm. in it that I th- the whole thing's good, but I think that there are some segments that are a lot better than others. All right. But, but let me. But, 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 but here's, here's the thing. If I look at the budget of something like fucking, I don't know, Black Adam. Sure. They probably spent the entire budget of this film yeah. on two minutes of dog shit, right? Oh, what? Two minutes of dog shit in Black Adam? Yeah. Yeah, equals okay. this entire film. And what would I rather, yeah, what would I rather that money be turned into? Two minutes of dog shit in Black Adam or this film? Definitely this film. And so if I, if I adjust my rating for budget, I go, this is a fat 10. Because the the practical effects are incredible, the performances mm-hmm. are incredible, mm-hmm. um, and if you gave me that amount of money, I don't know what the amount of money was, but mm-hmm. if looking at what I can imagine it being, given the sort of mm-hmm. B movie budgets being what they are, mm-hmm. if you gave me a B movie budget and asked me to make a film this good, I couldn't. Yeah, hundred percent. And I don't know how you do. So yeah. I don't think I, I I don't know anyone no. that could, and that's the reason why this film gets an eight. Yeah. From me personally. Because rather than looking at like you are right, you kinda have to judge the movie a little differently. Right. Right. But with this, it's pure entertainment factor. Like I was entertained to fuck. I laughed. Mm. I fucking I I got squeamish at points. It, there was some goofy stuff mm-hmm. in here that made me that made me laugh. And just everyone mm. on screen was having fun, man. So that's that's why I can rate it an eight because of how much fun I had totally. with the film. If I was going to put this next to a Christopher Nolan movie, this wouldn't be a fat ten. So I'm going to split the difference, and I'm going to say sure. six, seven. 
for me. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, dude, that's higher than I thought <laughs> it was going to be because I'm trying, essentially next year, my mission is to find indie movies, mm-hmm. B movies, 80s horror movies, yep. anthological movies that you can enjoy. Yep. Like I want, I want to be a part of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All right. And I know we've spoken about this a little bit. You're going to be finding me some wordy films, some actual, <laughs> cin- some real cinema to watch. No, not real. There's Which no is such fine. thing as real cinema, but I think there's a difference between... No, I'm in a joke. Mo- I know no, that you're no, into no, no, like... No, no, no. But I think there's a difference between cinema and everything's films, but mm-hmm. within films you've got cinema and you've got movies. And yeah. I feel like you're very much movies, I'm very oh, much 100%. cinema... And yeah. we can just trade. We like 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 Pokemon cards. We can just sure. You know, I, but I like watching movies in the cinema. True, true. Spanner in the works? Question mark? Or did I just not really understand what you were saying? Maybe a little column A, maybe a little column B. There you go. There you go. See, works both ways. Guys, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us on this review of the Christmas tapes. It is out on December 16th. Guess what else is out on the 16th? What else is out on the 16th? Our interview with the writers and directors of this film, Rob Livings and Rennie Nundle, and we spoke to them at length about the making of this movie, what we liked about this movie. Super fun time. The fact that I don't tend to like movies or podcasts, but somehow spend most of my life doing both of them. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, and then following that, we have interviews with Greg Sestero, aka Mark from the Room, also the writer of the Disaster Artist and the writer director of Miracle Valley. Uh, we have Vernon Wells, star of Commando, Weird Science, Mad Max Two, and this film. Mad Max Two. Mad Max Two. Uh, and Ben's very excited to share our interview with Dave Sheridan. Dave Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a scary movie as Officer Doofy and he gave us an ident as Officer Doofy he did and I lost my shit a little bit yeah so we've edited that out at the interview but it it, <laughs> it was in there yeah. uh, I knew him primarily as the taxi driver from by the way I tried to say I'd be there that was not a CD that was just me. I was going to say, I thought, I thought we'd edited it. You're welcome. Yeah, nice. No, nice. no, no, no. Copyright, see? We are going to get done for copyright on that because it yeah. sounded so very How similar. close it was. So apologies, Rob, but you're welcome, world. Uh, and then we've got a Christmas episode coming up, uh, coming out on the 25th. We do. The Christmas episode was made up by some of you guys. Some of you guys, we asked a couple of you to get in touch mm-hmm. with some like movie theories or suggestions or like ideas or whatever the fuck you wanted. And then we'd go away, watch those movies. And then the Christmas episode is... You're recording, telling us what to do, then us doing it, and then we talk about it, and it's going to be fun. Yay! As fuck. That's it. Is there any more admin? I've just been with the podcast for a year, mate. That's fine. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Happy one year, buddy. Okay, I, every movie ever podcast is older than one year old, right? Because we had, before Rob joined, it was a podcast. It, just... it was in the womb. Sure. It, it existed. It was, it was a glint in the eye. <laughs> it was a glint in the eye. I feel, feel like this last year has been the womb. Yeah. And we're about to birth <laughs> into 2023. The year of interviews and swapping movies. Yeah, the year of it? interviews. Well, it's been... That we start in 2022. The water's broken in 2022. We're birthing in 2023. Fuck it. Happy one year, buddy. Thank you, mate. It's been it's an been, absolute fucking pleasure. It's been you have saved my favourite thing. My life. Oh, mate, likewise. Same. Likewise. 
Without this podcast, it'd just be listening to the Smiths and staring at the window. Honestly, I probably would have fucking uh, like relapsed a couple times by yeah, now yeah, if yeah, I didn't same. have this shit going on. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. My sobriety's been like a rough one mm-hmm. over the yeah. last year or so, but this has like helped keep me on the straight and narrow. Yeah. I mean, my life totally torpedoed. Well, I torpedo. I was about to say torpedoed itself. It didn't. I took great effort no, to you- torpedo my life. Uh, yeah. And if it weren't for this, I think I'd have yeah. Taking a nice romantic bath of the toaster. So this is this works well. <laughs> Do you know what the worst thing Playing is? Playing Barry White with the fucking Morphe Richards lowering into the water bubbles. <laughs> Morphe Richards. I've got the Ghostbusters two you toaster do? that you bought me. The Ghostbuster. I think if any of us are going to do it, it's with that, right? The Toastbuster. Yeah. Why else did you buy me that? Because you bought me that. I just took that as a sign as if to be sort of like, just in case. Boy, <laughs> because it was in Ghostbusters 2. I was like, what's the most that not the reason? obscure? I took that as the most morbid gift ever. No. I thought that was like a, a no. key for like the way I'd no. be like, just in case. No, no, no. I've been explaining that gift wrong yeah, to people yeah. for a long time. No, there's a toaster that dances in Ghostbusters 2. You're a big fan. Yeah. I was like, I'll get him something that came am. out of the same era. I'm going to get him something that wasn't the prop. But could have been right. a prop in Ghostbusters. Too. Yeah, he can it make still his has toast bread and... crumbs in it. There you go. It's been used very recently, yeah. so the person that packaged <laughs> it didn't bother cleaning it. Anyway, guys, we fucking love you. Sincerely, do go and watch the Christmas tapes because it is a whole heap of fun with a whole heap of fucking fun people, and it, there's some weirder shit bits in there that are going to make you like fucking t-rex arms they're gonna make you squeeze your arms so tight you just (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you soon love you dearly see you bye all right that's it that's it stop stop that was a waste you had your chance dean